The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year 2017. You know, they they have these expressions. It's like day one of 365. But what's interesting is how December 31st just rolls right into Jan 1. And we act like there's really something different about it. I mean, maybe we take one calendar off the wall and put up a new one. Um, one year's gone, so then it, you know, it starts to a new. But it's really just another day. I'm always glad for a new year and to be able to look at, you know, what's the possibility of going into this next year. And what I can tell you is a lot of people were so glad to get out of 2016. But what was going on in 2016 that you couldn't make it a better year? You know, we're always faced with challenges. A year goes by really quick. But my intention is to have every day feel like a new day. Because the truth is, we manufacture our own beauty. So whether that's our own beautiful life, our own beautiful career, our own beautiful relationships, our own beautiful families, we are the ones responsible for being able to manufacture our own beauty. So last year on the show, um, I created a show, and it was the, the first show of the new year, and it was called Be You, A Brand New Beautiful Me. And I talked about intentions versus resolutions and goals, and it's certainly worth repeating again. So let's define all three of those here, resolution, goal, and intention. So the first thing is a resolution, and a lot of people make New Year's resolution. And in looking at kind of more of the definition of that, it's a firm decision to do or not to do something. It's a firm decision. But the funny thing is that resolutions really don't do much for people. So one week into it, their resolution is hit by the wayside. Two months into it, they don't even remember what their resolution was. And the thing about resolutions is it really is. It might be a firm decision, but it's without an emotional commitment a lot of times. So let's look at goal. The object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or a desired result. And what that kind of says is goals is all about doing, aiming, effort, desired result. It's all about doing, which is great. And goals are pretty important to have. And I know for a fact that when I write down my goals, they actually achieve them. When I create the intentions around goals, I have a better time of getting there. And anybody that writes down their goals could probably say the same thing. I believe there's still a lot of people out there that don't write down their goals. So I would encourage you to do that. However, this is actually where I want you to start. I want you to start with creating an intention for the year. So for 2017, create an intention. Let's define intention. It's a mental state that represents a commitment to carry out an action or actions. A mental state. 
So this is something more internal than external. Goals might be external. They might be, you know, I want to lose weight, but the goal of losing weight is not without action. The action part is that you have to go run or go join a gym or do something differently in order to lose weight. But the goal itself doesn't really have any power behind it. If you add power to an intention and then you turn it into actions, goals, you actually have the ability to be able to manufacture this beautiful life that you say that you want, which everybody says that they want. So intentions come from within. They translate into goals and external actions. This is why resolutions really have short-term results. They're very external and with little or no commitment in them. Now, in creating an intention, the one thing that I want you to look at for creating an intention for this year is not what you want to achieve, more of who do you want to be and who do you need to be in order to achieve. Because we could put a list of things, I want to get a new home, I want to get a new car, I want to you know, grow my business, all of those things. And I could attach goals to all of those things. But the intention is, who do I need to be in order to achieve all of that? And that's the part that I really want you to focus in on. Now, each year, I kind of create a word for myself. And you might have seen some of this stuff on Facebook as well. And I, I, I actually write it on a white rock. And it's called a white rock ceremony that I've learned. And last year, my goal was to uh, trust. The year before that, it was to shine. And the year before that, it was prosperity. This year, it's deserving. And the reason why I chose deserving is because I really have to look at those times in my life where my level of worthiness shows up. Maybe I don't deserve that. Um, why is this happening? This is so good. I don't deserve this. Why is this happening? Do I deserve this? Good, bad, indifferent. Um, I really looked at that, that word of deserving, not in a selfish way, not in a, I deserve to have this type of thing. But if I feel deserving of something, I can... I can create it, I can manufacture it, I can manifest it. And yet, it's that other side of the coin that I spend more time on sometimes, which is the I don't deserve. So I choose that word because I'm challenged by it, I'm struggled with it. And I want to be present to the struggles I am because I need to be a different person in order to achieve all the things that I say that I want to achieve. And the one area that's stopping me from achieving is thinking that I don't deserve them. I focus and put all my attention on this, towards this, and it, it even in some cases, it can resolve some of the past issues I've dealt with. It could resolve some of the past happenings or circumstances that I've been up against in my life. It might even heal some old wounds by being able to feel deserving. Yeah. Now, as you know, anything that you put attention to is in the art of manifesting or keeping with the theme that we're talking about today, which is manufacturing, attention to bad will manifest bad stuff. Attention to good will, will manifest good stuff. The greater the awareness, the more stuff will happen. So if you create all your awareness around things that you don't want, then that's what you're going to get. You create things around what you do want, and that's potentially what you're going to get. In the awareness part of self, 
each of us have our own fears and our own flaws. And sometimes we have the inability to be able to see ourselves from a different point of view. And in looking at ourselves from a different point of view, it's funny how other people can just see right through us, right at us, and see what's stopping us, see where we're getting stuck. And a lot of it is sometimes based on the language that we use, but the rest of it is just we don't believe in ourselves. And other people could say, you're great. You, you've, you've accomplished so much. Look at, look at all you've done. Look what, look what you have. And we don't see it for ourselves. And that's not an external thing because we could have plenty of things external, externally in our life. It's an internal thing. What's stopping us from feeling worthy? What's stopping us from feeling deserving? Well, if you really do want to manufacture your own beautiful life and – you do want to maybe find a new love this year or um, expand your career, start your own business. Whatever those things are, you have the ability to do that. And it's an internal working, not an external doing. It's not a resolution without commitment. It's not a goal that's just about action, although action and effort is very important. It's your intention of who do you need to be? Who do you need to be in order to achieve those things? Now, that show that I was talking about last year would be worth a good listen to as well. So that would have been the show that was the very first show of January. Be you, brand new, beautiful me. So let's talk about what your word is. What could be your word for the year? How do you shift from who you think you are to who you want to be? Now, I want you to notice that I did not say who you are and who you want to be. Who do you think you are versus who you want to be? And what if you're not your thoughts, but an observer of your thoughts? So as a, as a life coach, my ability to be able to listen intently to my clients to be able to hear the things they're saying, which are the underlying messages of how they feel about themselves or what they think about themselves, a lot of times are very unconscious. They're unconscious conversations. They don't even realize they have them. My goal as a coach to be able to listen to them and have them hear how they think they are or who they think they are. If you're Familiar with Eckhart Tolle's writings, then you will understand that that statement came from him. What if you are not your thoughts, but an observer of your thoughts? And all of his writings are based on this understanding, you know, ego against being type of thing. And if you want a simple start to read some of his very deep and insightful, I would recommend this book to start with. It's called Oneness with All Life. It's a very short, simple, easy to read book. It's kind of just little snippets of the new earth, um, but very, very manageable, good bite-sized pieces and very manageable. Now, what if you are not your thoughts, but an observer of your thoughts? He also states that it's a liberation to realize that the voice in my head is not who I am. Now, in order for us to get really clear and really close to our intentions, we have to be able to hear this internal dialogue that we're saying to ourselves. Because, frankly, I can't afford to add any more stuff to my plate, action items, so I can do, 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 and be more, more, more. I have to actually almost, like, 
refine what I am doing in order to say, I also want to do this, or stop doing some of the things that I'm doing in order to say, I want to do this. But all of it is based on who am I being? Am I being somebody that there's a scarcity mentality versus an abundant mentality? So I have to keep doing in order to feel as though I'm alive or important or wanted. And there's a lot of people out there that feel that way. If it's a liberation to realize that I'm not the voice in my head, it's not who I am, then we inevitably want to ask the question, well, then who am I? If I'm not the voice and I'm not my thoughts, then who am I? And I'm going to say to you, what if you did need to define or identify yourself with any of those labels? What if you just needed to be? Just be. And I'm not even going to add anything further to that sentence. Just be. Allow yourself to just be. Now, I know that's one of the hardest things and concepts to be able to understand because people think that they need to be something, that they need to have labels, that they need to have attachments, they need to have status. And all of those things, of course, are not bad and they are achievable. They're part of that goal arena, not the intention arena. Who do I want to be is a really good person. I want to be the best version of me. I want to be a constant learner. I want to, I want to always come from a place of being more emotionally intelligent than reactive and crazy. If we didn't need to define or identify ourselves with any labels, would it be possible that we could actually live and manufacture a more beautiful life? Now, I'm going to read a couple excerpts from the book, Oneness with All Life. It's Inspirational Selections from a New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And it'll kind of set the tone for everything else that we're going to be able to talk about. Is it possible to let go of the belief that you should or need to know who you are? In other words, can you cease looking to conceptual definitions to give you a sense of self? Can you cease looking to thought as an identity? The more you make your thoughts into your identity, the more cut off from your spiritual dimension you become. So this is where we, this is the expression egomaniac. This is where this expression comes in. The more you make your thoughts into your identity, the more cut off you are from the spiritual dimensions. Those people that we put into that category of, oh, they have a big ego or they're an egomaniac, it's because they're really looking at themselves from the labels and identity that they put on themselves. And then what happens is they have this inability to kind of be real, genuine, authentic, connective. It's always about something. It's like a gain versus just a give. And then it makes it hard for us to be able to connect with those people, like those people, do business with those people. But as human beings, we have an ego. And so it's kind of hard to just let it go, not have it be present with us. Here's another one. Defining yourself through thought is limiting yourself. When you fully accept that you don't know, you actually enter a state of peace and clarity that is closer to who you truly are than thought could ever be. Defining yourself through thought is limiting. When you fully accept that you don't need to know, you're actually in a enter a state of peace and clarity that is closer to who you truly are than the thoughts could ever be. So if you are an observer of your thoughts 
and we're going to go into some examples here um, as well today on this show. You're an observer of your thoughts. So if you're not aware of what your thoughts are, then your belief system is managed by your thoughts and not being the observer of saying, hey, no, that's not true. Mm-mm. That's not who I am. Who I am or who I want to be is more of this. And it's almost, and it's almost in this, this weird ability to be able to have this awareness of hearing the thoughts that you say, the thoughts being more ego-driven, the observer being more spiritually driven. Don't seek happiness. If you seek it, you won't find it because seeking is the attempt of happiness. Happiness is ever elusive, but freedom from unhappiness is attainable now by facing what is rather than making up stories about it. Unhappiness covers up your natural state of well-being and inner peace, the source of true happiness. Don't seek happiness. Hmm, that's an interesting thought. Everybody always says, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. But if we're seeking happiness, then it's kind of fleeting. It's never really there. Happiness is ever elusive. But freedom from unhappiness is attainable. So it's not about just choosing to be happy because there's always something within us that's stating that you're not happy and you're just fighting that thought. Unhappiness covers up your natural state of well-being and inner peace and the source of true happiness. So kind of true happiness to me is really where joy comes in. And uh, the first book that I wrote, um, Success and Beauty, was all about me finding that ever-elusive joy and not even realizing that joy could exist in my life. And it was really coming off of a hard year. And that always is is a struggle for a lot of people. You know, I I've never heard so many people say they couldn't wait for 2016 to end. Now, yes, it inevitably was a very stressful year. We had the election, just more more hubbub. You know, we're just slightly getting out of the recession for some of us and getting things back in order, and we just still feel like we're walking on eggshells. So it was it was it was inevitably a tough year for a lot of people. But it's all based on your thoughts. And unfortunately, we're so influenced by so many thoughts. Everything that was going on with social media, everything that was blasted on the news, you can't help but be bombarded with all of that social activity and start to have that sense of thought start to dictate your life. And then reading what people would write and then you know, getting upset by what people were writing or, and getting upset by people by the fact that people were voting for the other person. It was crazy. And I just kept saying... But I know who I am, in spite of who's going to be president, in spite of what's going on in the world right now, I know who I am, and I get to manufacture the most beautiful life that I can. That's just it. Yes, there's going to be some challenges in any situation. Life is always going to evolve. Things are always going to change. It's inevitable. Things are always going to change. But I know who I am enough to be able to not have those things affect me in that way to believe that my life can't be better. My life can't be more prosperous. My life can't be more joyous if I truly believe that. So what is going to be your intention and what's possibly going to be your word for the year? What are you going to put attention and focus on? How are you going to be a different version of yourself? 
How are you going to spend time looking at what your thoughts are telling you and choosing not to necessarily believe that you are your thoughts? What's it going to take for you to manufacture the most beautiful version of yourself? All right. Tweet me at Bonnie Bonadeo one and let me know what your word for the year is. Facebook me on Beauty Inside and Out Show and let me know what your word is. I'm going to post them right here on the break as we, as we exit and I'll be back and we're going to talk more about your word and how you can not only support yourself in shifting your, your patterns of thoughts, but also how you can help other people in your life to be able to be more joyous as well. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Okay, so we were talking about intentions, goals, resolutions in the first segment here. I also shared with you that I create a word for the year. And I asked you, go ahead and tweet me or Facebook me what your word is going to be for the year. So you can tweet me at Bonnie Bonadeo one or Facebook message, Facebook uh, post me, Beauty Inside and Out Show. So I shared with you that my word this year was deserving. But I'm going to take you back a little bit to uh, the the previous years and the things that started to happen to me in my life by putting energy, focus, and awareness on a particular word. Now, it, the word itself didn't limit anything that I did, um, but it did create a focus for me. So in the year last year when I created the word trust, it was a very powerful word for me because I feel as though I'm like really overly trusting to people, maybe sometimes even in a naive way. Oh, yeah, I totally trust this person. They're not going to hurt me. They're not going to do me wrong. And I went through a couple years where it was really difficult. And I'm like, I I can't trust this person. I, I don't know where this came from. I feel very blindsided by the things that happened to me, the relationships that went bad, uh, the business deals that, you know, went awry. And I didn't want to believe that I couldn't still create and be this trust person. When I put the focus on trust for the entire year, it was trusting, not trusting other people. Really what came out of that entire saga was me trusting me. I built up the ability to kind of like strengthen that, that muscle called trust. And in that, I had much better relationships. I 
evolved a personal relationship to a love relationship. My business relationship started to prosper. People wanted to start doing business with me. And I trusted the decisions I was making. I trusted the people I was going into business with. But in trust, I also learned a very important uh, rule of thumb as well, is sometimes you just got to say no. Sometimes you just got to say no. So I trusted myself to say no to things that just didn't feel right, that I didn't feel as though I needed to put any investment resource or energy into. And that was the big lesson in trust. The previous year before that, I had uh, the, my word of the year was shine. Now, I didn't, I didn't know what it meant, but I can tell you where I came from. I came from a very difficult year, um, family, loss of friends, family, um, loss of biz- business, certain business, loss of home in, during the recession. So I was kind of still in a healing pattern of all of that stuff happening. And I really kind of just spent a lot of time with myself. I journaled a lot. I meditated a lot. I didn't put myself out there as much. I just kind of went within like a, like, you know, a caterpillar going into his cocoon to come out as a butterfly. And I used the word shine. That was going to be my word for the year. I was going to shine. And in doing so, I, I, had to, I had to build up this confidence to say, I got to put myself out there a little bit more. I have to connect with more people. I have to go out more. I have to pick up the phone and just call people more often and, and instead of not. Or assuming that, you know, checking in on Facebook is the only kind of relationship that I want to have with the people that I'm closest to. And I, putting myself out there, creating all those opportunities, it started to get and allow me to build up new relationships, old relationships that came back that continued to prosper. Um, business relationships that started to, you know, people would say things like, gosh, you're really out there. You're doing so much. You know, look at, look at all the things you've accomplished. And just the, it was getting noticed. But it was, it was in a very authentic way. And it was in, a, in a quite possibly a strategic way. But it was a very vulnerable way in putting myself out there because I didn't feel like I was all that. I still felt as though I needed to heal more. I wanted to just, you know, hover in my house and not be out there, not be exposed, not like, you know, do a dog and pony show and and run around. So those words served me really well. And I want you to think about how that word could serve you. Now, it's something that you desire. It's your word is something that you might struggle with. Your word is something that you feel vulnerable or incomplete around. And what you're going to do is you're going to put focus, awareness, and attention on it in this coming year. And I promise you it will have some very impactful results. So let's go back to intentions now. How do you set your intentions for the year or intention? You know, again, a big part of my intention is is deserving. And then I break that down into, you know, the areas of, I deserve to be able to, you know, streamline these things. I deserve to go to Bora Bora, those type of things. So they turn into actions and goals. But let's look at our intentions for the year and how do we turn them into these things that can actually happen. Now, I call this my big rock theory, okay? And I break it down into three sectors of my life, personal, professional, and play. So I base my entire intention around one phrase, break it down to a word, 
and then break it down into personal, professional, and play. Okay. So my big rock theory is this. You've probably seen it. I'm sure have heard it. It's you know this 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 little adage of you know if you have a glass that um, in front of you you have rocks, pebbles, sand, and water. If you put the water, sand, pebbles in, the big rocks or the don't fit. They're kind of like stacked over the top of the of this glass jar. But if you put the big rocks in first, and then the pebbles, and then the sand, and then the water, everything fits. So the idea behind this is to put attention on your big rocks first. Always put them in first. Because the big rocks are things that sometimes it's the bigger goals you want to accomplish. Let's say that you want to write a book. Well, unless you've got the book already written, there's going to be a few steps and time process in order to devote to writing a book, getting it published, having it, you know, once it's published and out there, being able to sell it so it becomes something. That would be a big rock. So look at how what look at the big rocks that you have. Now, the pebbles, the sand and the water might be things that come up that become somewhat urgent at the time, but they shouldn't ever take away from the big rocks. But what you'll find is in life, we spend a lot of time on the pebbles, sand, and water, the stuff that just slips right through and sucks up our time, sucks up our resources, sucks up our money and our energy. And then at the end of the year, we're like, oh, I didn't really accomplish anything, or I didn't meet any of the goals that I wanted to accomplish, because you didn't put your big rocks first. You didn't make your big rocks a priority. Now, the pebbles, sand, and water always are going to be there. You're never not going to have those things because life happens. Life exists. But what you'll notice is that if you're spending too much time on the other, the smaller features, that you're, you're not going to get to the time for the big rocks. And those pebbles, sand, and water are things like spending too much time on emails instead of devoting time to you know, marketing your business or selling more in your business, putting together a strategic process to be able to find new customers, understanding the demographics and, and you know, the, 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 the true essence of your brand. All of those things would be the big rocks. Everything else that we do is sometimes the pebbles, sand, and water. All right. So now that you understand the big rock theory, let's go back to setting the intentions and our goals for this. So in personal, it's always going to be, you know, wellness, health, love, big top-of-the-line words, okay? Do top-of-the-line words. What is it you want from wellness? Because here's what I also know about human beings, and as a life coach, this comes up a lot. When you're working with people in regards to intentions, goals, and accountability actions, people will always tell you what they don't want, but they have it, they find it difficult to share with you what they do want. So you have to be able to get to the place of what you do want. In other words, it has to be, I want Um, In wellness, I want to live a very healthy, active life. I want to be in really good shape and have energy to do all of the things that I want to accomplish. Now, if that's my wellness, big, big, high level, 40,000 foot high topic, what are the things I need to do in order to maintain good wellness? So yes, it might be that I need to start working out 
you know, two or three days a week. I need to start eating more healthy. I need to add more vegetables. And if uh, if if you remember uh, the show, and I'll I'll reference it back um, and post it up on Twitter as well. We are a society of wanting more, not less. Now I know the expression "less is more, less is more, less is more." We are a crazy society that says no, less is not more. I want more, 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 more. So when we're in these positions, when we're trying to accomplish certain things, and it means taking away from other things, we kind of like, we battle ourselves in that process. So I'm not going to suggest that you take things away in order to have more things or to get the things that you say that you want. I'm going to suggest you do place those things as a priority. And what you'll find is the things that are not as important will naturally start to fall away. And then it doesn't become resistance or it doesn't become, I, I, I want it, I just don't have time to do it. It's okay to just let it go. And these things you can just let go naturally. And they don't have to be gone forever. They just might not, not need to be a priority right now for you. So personal, wellness, health, fitness, body, any of those things are all going to fall under your personal love life. You know, how many people are interested in finding the love of their life this year? You know, it's how many people just came off the holidays and said, I never want to spend another holiday alone. Or I want to be with somebody on New Year's Eve. I remember saying that two years ago, I sat and had dinner with myself on New Year's Eve. And I said, you know what, this will be the last New Year's Eve I'll ever spend alone. And so far, it has been. Yeah. Um, and be sure that on February 9th, I actually have the founder of Match.com that's going to be on the show. And he's going to talk about why he saw the opportunity. Now, he's like an angel investor kind of guy, right? So he created this company. He since is no longer a part of it and everything, but he is the founder of Match.com. And how he saw this phenomenon well before internet dating was even a thing, how he saw that this phenomenon was going to help bring people together. And um, and truly, it has at this point. All right, so we're going to the second P. We went from personal, we're going to professional. So career, aspirations, more strategic goals that you have. Maybe you want to start a business. Well, that's a big rock because there's a lot of, there's a lot of small little details that you're going to have to accomplish in order to start a business. Maybe you're still going to be working a job and starting a business. And what's going to happen is you're going to be like, I'm too busy, I don't have time. But the next another year is going to go by and you're going to be like, I wish I would have done it last year. So we can't go back. We can't. We cannot go back. We have to be able to maximize everything that we possibly can in this time. So set aside those big, again, high-level words, high-level sentences, high-level phrases for your professional intentions. Because remember, this is not a goal that you're trying to write on the top end. It's an intention. My intention is to prosper my business and connect with more people in 2017. My intention is to put more focus on my radio show, Beauty Inside and Out, and get um, uh, more high-level guests each and every year. Now, how am I going to do that? That's where my goals come in. That's where I'm breaking it down to more bite-sized pieces. Okay, play, the final P, play, creative hobbies, travel, friends. I know we all have our bucket lists. You know, the bucket list of where we want to go, the vacations we want to have, um, the creative things that we want to do. My playtime is critical, and it should be for anybody. We should really definitely be adding play into our, 
our intentions and our goal list. And for me, play is really being present with the time that I'm taking off and not worried about work, not picking up my phone and still checking my emails during the playtime. So I was recently went um, on a sailing trip to actually learn to get certified to sail. Now, I grew up in a desert. So the sailing is not something that I grew up with at all. You know, we had lakes and, and rivers and things that we would uh, hang out at, but we definitely were not out sailing here in Arizona. But I've always loved the water, loved being on the ocean. I've always loved the idea of sailing and um, went with my boyfriend to be able to go get certified in sailing. And I can tell you it was an exhilarating experience, but it was an overwhelming experience. It was definitely a big rock that I had to take on at that time because there was so much learning around it. Now, my goal is to go sailing at least once a year every year from here on out so that I can maintain what I've learned, put it to use, be behind the be behind that that wheel and just feel that wind, you know, blowing through me and have that experience because that's definitely worth it. So you're going to determine your big rocks. And here's some questions that you're going to ask yourself in looking at these big rocks and high-level areas, personal, professional, and play. Based on your intentions, you're going to ask these questions. How will this impact my life if I achieve this? How will it impact my life if I achieve this? So if a wellness goal is working out three times a week and and you've broken that down to one of it's going to be spin, one's going to be yoga, one's going to be running five miles, whatever it is, and that's going to be able to support you in losing weight or maintaining getting healthy, getting a, a more fit body, how will this impact your life? So then you could say things like, I'll have more energy, I'll be in better shape, my clothes will feel better on me, I'll have more confidence because I'll look better, I'll probably live longer by working out. It will help support my eating habits because if I feel as though I'm in better shape, I'm going to maintain my eating habits to align with that. Next question, how will it impact or benefit others? Well, if I'm more confident, then other people are going to want to be around me. Other people are going to be attracted to my energy, my ability to maintain my health. And question number three, who do I need to be to accomplish this? And that's the big one. That's the one we're talking about. This whole show is wrapped around. Who do I need to be to accomplish this? Well, I need to be more disciplined. I need to have a, a stronger purpose in order to take this intention, turn it into action, and have it be a reality. Who do I need to be to accomplish this? So we discussed the big rock theory. Big rocks first. Pebble, sand, and water are always going to detour us, or they're not going to be as important They'll naturally fall away. But if you make all those things important and not your big rocks, you're not going to be able to accomplish your intentions or goals for the year. We're going to look at three areas of your life, personal, professional, and play. And then we're going to ask ourselves these questions. How will this impact my life if I achieve this? How will it impact or benefit others? Who do I need to be to accomplish this? We're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your word again, because that last question, who do I need to be to accomplish this, is where your word will resonate from. So again, tweet me your word, Bonnie Bonadeo one Facebook me your word, Beauty Inside and Out Show. We'll be right back.
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Okay, we have covered a lot of ground here. And all of this is to be able to have us manufacture the most beautiful year that you ever can. 2017 is going to be an amazing year for a lot of people. And part of it is because for the last few years, we've been sick and tired of the same old thing. But guess who gets to change that? Guess who gets to make it different? You do. So now's the time. So many people are probably kind of like feeling anxiety and stress as an American going into this year. But you know what? You're the one that gets to control and manufacture how you feel, how you react to things, what you want to accomplish out of your life. Nobody's going to take that away from you. You're the only person that's going to take that away from you. So here's how we're going to get down to this word, how we're going to be able to state our intentions, how we're going to turn our intentions into really powerful goals that are going to have us achieve all the things that we say that we want. We talked in the last segment about the big rock theory. you got to focus in on the big rocks. Because the pebbles, sand, and water are always going to take us off course, and we're going to spend more time on those little things and not get to the big things that we say we want to do. Big things like finding the love of our life, being able to get in shape, write a book, start a business, uh, change jobs, find a, find, find a relationship, whatever it is. Okay, Those would be the big rocks. You're going to then establish goals to be able to support that, and you're going to break this up into three areas personal intention, professional intention, and a play intention. You're going to break those down into even smaller things by asking these questions. How will this impact my life if I achieve this? How will it impact others and benefit others? Who do I need to be to accomplish this? So that was where we left off. Who do I need to be to accomplish this? So your word from the year might actually come from who you need to be. So in order to break this down, and you know that saying again, less is more, I'm going to kind of Fight that a little bit here. Add more. What you shouldn't be doing or what isn't working for you anymore will naturally fall away. Get to the things that you really say are important to you and figure out why you're feeling guilty or inadequate or not worthy of letting go of the things that are no longer serving you. So our first battle is resistance and less is more. When, when we say we're going to go on a diet for the year and we take out chocolate what do you think about what's all you think about chocolate 
It's like chocolate starts showing up everywhere. A truck goes by that has chocolate on it. Your commercials start showing chocolate, everything. It's, it's the law of resistance. The minute you try to take something away, it will show up and smack you. So don't take it away. Add healthier things in place of chocolate. So maybe it's not necessarily letting go of chocolate. Maybe it's choosing that if you're going to have chocolate, it's going to be that really high level 70% plus dark chocolate. It will satisfy the need, but it's not so bad. And you're not going to eat like, you know, a pound of it because it's way too intense to eat a pound of it. So your choice is I'm going to eat good, really good quality dark chocolate. All right. In breaking down all of this, who do you need to be in coming up with your word? You have to look at where you're resisting in your life right now. Add more, take away. The other things will just naturally take away. So you can create more intentions of what you truly want and be able to accomplish this year. Remember what I shared in that first segment. What if you are not your thoughts, but the observer of your thoughts? Now we're going to put this into action, okay? Because this is the dialogue I want you to start hearing for yourself. And we're going to put it into action first with a dialogue that you might have with a friend. Because you're, gonna, you're, you're more present to what they're saying versus what you might be saying to yourself. So let's say a friend is trying to lose weight for the new year. And first you want to look at what, what do you think the struggles would sound like from your friend? They'd sound like something like this. Um, you know, I've tried everything. I, I, I don't know how to lose weight. I don't have time to work out, right? All of those self-defeating thoughts, can you hear them? They're loud and clear when we're hearing them from somebody else. But the truth is you're probably saying very similar things to yourself that you're not hearing. You're buying into them and you're allowing yourself to be bought into them. Okay? Remember, you're not your thoughts. You're the observer of your thoughts, just like you're having a conversation with your friend. So what would be the things you'd naturally want to say to them when they say things like that? No, no, that's not true. I'm sure there's something else out there that you can do. Have you thought about what if, um, oh, I had a friend that, that just lost a bunch of weight and they did this. What happens as a friend, we become very solution-oriented. We just start providing a bunch of solutions because the truth is, is we don't know why this friend hasn't lost weight and they supposedly have tried everything. Okay. Now, you have to imagine that if your friend is saying these things out loud to you, there's good potential that in whatever your thoughts are, you're saying those things to yourself. So the lesson is not more positive self-talk because we already discussed that. And we discussed that in the law of resistance. So if you say, I'm going to stop eating chocolate, chocolate is going to bombard your thoughts. Okay, so that's, that's the law of resistance. More positive self-talk is not going to overcome what you're saying your current thoughts are. It's a mindset. It's, it's changing the dialogue that we're having with ourselves. And it's an understanding that we're the observer of our thoughts and not really our thoughts. Now, imagine you're going to be the most honest person you could ever be with your friend. You would do it with compassion and empathy, but you would be, in a sense, speaking your truth to the friend. What would that sound like? What would that sound like? Now, here's where people get really caught up in being able to change the mental synapses that we have, that internal dialogue that we can't seem to shut down and get past or that we get really stuck by. So let's go back to your real friend 
and we're going to we're going you have to practice this in order to en- endure this because this is what's going to create connection with you and connection with others is having the awareness of how we communicate with ourselves so instead of trying to compete against our thoughts allow the thought to just be there and allow the thought to be the mountain in front of you and create a healthy curiosity or a digging deeper approach to what is behind the thought. So your friend, here's an example, your friend. I'm so sick of being overweight. I have tried everything. Oh, gosh, don't worry. You can do it this year. I know you can. Hey, have you tried, you know, this or that? Or, oh, I had a friend that just lost a bunch of weight and they were doing this. Okay. Instead of that dialogue, which keeps all of that alive, try something a little different. Remember, curiosity. Go dig a little deeper. I get how difficult this is for you. What do you think the reason is that you haven't been successful up to this point? Or what do you think the reason is? What do you think there's one, what's one thing that you think you can do in order to be more successful with this? So you're acknowledging the thought, but then you're opening up a door for a new thought, a different thought, a more positive influence on bad dialogue and bad thoughts. Now, if you ask that to a friend, really allow your friend to think, ponder, and answer this question. Don't add anything else to it. Don't provide any solutions whatsoever. Just allow them to be in the awareness of what they're saying to themselves and if it's in fact true. Because is it true that I just don't know how to do it, um, I've tried everything, I can't seem to lose weight? Is that true? No. That's not fact. They just haven't, they just don't have the right mindset or they haven't found that right inner intention, that emotional connection to themselves, or they haven't healed a past wound to be able to actually get to that place that says, I can do this and I'm not going to listen to my thoughts anymore because they're, they're, they're not serving me at all. Now, imagine your thoughts and you as the observer. What are you saying to yourself What are you saying to yourself? And are you believing your thoughts? Are you battling your thoughts like, I'm not going to eat chocolate. All I want is chocolate. Are you backing down to your thoughts? Forget it. I'm just not going to try anymore. I'm just going to, you know, stay this way forever. Okay. So the trick is to befriend your thoughts. Speak your truth. And start manufacturing your own beauty. If you say, I can't find anybody to love, there's no good men out there, is that true? No. No, I can say that now. I said it before. I did. I really did. (laughs) But it's not true because I found a really great one. Yeah. Befriend your thoughts and start speaking your truth. But in that befriending your thoughts and having that speaking your truth, there's that innate curiosity you have to have. Why don't I believe I can lose weight? Why am, why does, does this weight keep, you know, bad, why am I keep battling with weight? What do I need to do in order to get past this? Who do I need to be? Okay, so let's go back to those questions. If I lost weight, how will this impact my life? Lots of positive things, right? If I lost the weight, how will it impact and benefit others? Others will be inspired by your actions. Others will be inspired by what you've accomplished. Who knows who might show up in that? 
who do I need to be to accomplish this? You need to be somebody that truly understands that you are not your thoughts. You are the observer of your thoughts. And as the observer, you can take a lead role in your life to be able to shift things. Awareness, awareness, awareness. That is the key here. Acknowledgement. Acknowledge your thoughts. Be aware of the thoughts you're saying to yourself. Practice not buying into those thoughts. Take effort and action to be able to be more curious as to where those thoughts are coming from and why you're saying these things to yourself. And again, most of this is unconscious. So this is why this rolls me right back to why I create a word for the year because it creates an enormous amount of focus and attention in one area of my life to be better because that's really all I can do. I can't try to be the most amazing person in all areas of my life. But I can create a word that helps me refine to be that better person in all parts of my life. All right? So awareness, acknowledgement, practice. It takes effort. It takes action to be able to understand that, to hear your thoughts, have an awareness of what your thoughts are saying in order for you to be the observer. And if you're the observer, you're going to be a very inquisitive little person and you're going to say, hmm, okay, so that's not true. So let's come up with another solution as to why. All right? Now, I want you to do the following things. I want you to find a white rock, any rock at this point, and I want you to write down your word, and I want you to put it somewhere where you see it daily. So whether it means taking it to work with you and having it in your office, do that, okay? I want you to look at creating your goals and intentions for 2017 to be under personal, professional, and play, and intentions on those, and then build goals to be able to guide that down a little bit more. And here's what's next that I want to offer you. I want to offer you a complimentary coaching session to be able to help you m manufacture this beautiful life for yourself. And you can do that by emailing me at bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. So it's bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, at bonnie, bonadeo, B-O-N-A-D-E-O.com. And I want you to say, I want a complimentary coaching call. You can go to my Facebook page. You can private message me. So Bonnie Bonadeo for my regular Facebook page, Beauty Inside and Out Show. For the radio show, you can tweet me, private message me on Twitter, Bonnie Bonadeo one Make the claim right now. I'm going to have the manufacture the best and most beautiful life that I can. I also want you to stay tuned because next week we're going to have – uh, my partner, Alejandra Crucifoli, and we're going to be talking about the Big Breakthrough Weekend. So everything I discussed today, we have a program. It's a three-day program that will help you to manufacture the most beautiful life, and it's called the Big Breakthrough Weekend. And it's all about really spending time listening to the dialogue that you're creating that's self-defeating and is not allowing you to have this amazing life and is not allowing you to heal maybe past traumas that you've experienced that program is February 4th through 6th. It's going to be in Carlsbad, California, beautiful Carlsbad, California. And here's the link to that right now, bigbreakthroughweekend.com, bigbreakthroughweekend.com. So complimentary coaching call I'm offering, and you're going to email me, bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. You can sign up for the Big Breakthrough Weekend. It's only $127. $127, and I promise you, you will have big breakthroughs um, within this weekend and then following that. And go to bigbreakthroughweekend.com. Stay tuned because next week that's what we're going to be talking about. And the week after that, I'm going to have housewife of Beverly Hills, Eden Sassoon, on. 
And then we're going to talk about uh, how to be able to build a business in beauty and fashion. So I know a lot of people are like, I want to be an entrepreneur this year. Well, we're going to have Brian Hill on. He's going to tell us how to start a beauty business. And then don't forget, we have the founder of Match.com on February 9th. So there's a little lineup of what's happening this year because this show's dedicated, and I'm dedicated to providing you the most amazing and beautiful life that you can have. Signing out for now. Thanks for being with us. And remember to always be you in beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.